People's Day. President Trump addressing uh, the NRA convention no in Indianapolis. No, no. We're going to watch this no, entire speech and come back we in the war room. No, walls. no, no, you got to have walls. Everything is like the opposite. This is April Fool's, right? We want high taxes. No, no, we want to keep our taxes low. We want no guns. No, no, we want people to be able to protect themselves and also enjoy it as entertainment and go out and hunt and do the things that you want to do. It's almost like April Fool's. Everything that they do is like, we want to have a weak military. We want our military to be woke. You know, we built, we rebuilt the entire U.S. military. We had planes that were 48 years old. We built brand new, beautiful jets. We had planes where the grandfathers were flying the same plane as the grandson. But we rebuilt our entire military. I mean, I hate to say this, we gave $85 billion of it to the Taliban in Afghanistan in probably the most embarrassing single moment in the history of our country, which I believe led to Russia going in. They would have never done that with us, but I believe it led to that and led to a lot of bad things. That was the most embarrassing period of time, I think, in our nation's history. Not only that, the soldiers killed, 13 killed, many just horribly, horribly wounded, hurt, no arms, no legs, faces were just so badly hurt. And we left a lot of people there, too. And then we gave up Bagram Air Base, a big air base, one hour from where China makes its nuclear weapons. You should have never given that up. And I call it a surrender. We actually surrendered. We were in great shape. You know, um, if you look back on that history, you're going to see something that was interesting. I dealt with Abdul. Abdul was the leader of the Taliban. And I took a lot of heat from all of those fake news people back there. And they said, why do you call Abdul? Abdul is the leader of the Taliban. They're the ones that were fighting and fighting hard. And uh, I related to Jesse James. I say, well, Jesse James, the great bank robber, great outlaw. They say, why do you always rob banks, Jesse? He said, because that's where the money is. So when I dealt with Abdul, he's the one that was shooting our young soldiers and others with snipers and lots of other things. And I said, Abdul, you can't do that. You can't do that over the phone. And you do that, you're going to suffer like nobody's ever suffered. Your whole community is going to be terrible. We'll hit you harder than anybody's ever been hit. He said, uh, Your Excellency, why but why do you send me a picture of my home? I said, Abdul, you're going to have to figure that one out for yourself. <laughs> but you know what? We didn't lose one soldier in 18 months. Now think of it. Not one soldier was even shot at. They were at bay, and we were going to get out with pride and with dignity. We were going to take all of our equipment out. I told the generals, I want every screw, I want every bolt, I want every tank, I want every plane, I want every helicopter, I want everything out. Sir, can we leave the hangars? You know, those big canvas-covered hangars. Nope, they come out, General. Sir, I think it would be a lot easier to leave the equipment behind. This was Millie. That's when I realized he's a fool. I said, so you mean to tell me, General, that if we have a $100 million airplane sitting there, you want to leave that, and you think that's a good thing? Leave the airplane, leave the helicopters, which they did. Leave all of this very expensive. We could just fill it up with a little jet fuel and fly it to Pakistan or fly it home. Uh, yes, sir, I think it would be a good idea to leave it. That's where these ideas came from. Can you imagine we left $85 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan? And I just read a report the other day that they are about the second largest seller of arms in the whole world. We sell more than they do, a little bit. But they're the second largest. Can you imagine that? Because they don't need 700,000 rifles. You know, we left behind, talking about guns, NRA. 700,000 guns and rifles, some of them the finest in the world. Some of them, even our people right up here that are so wealthy, I know them, they wish they could afford guns like the, we left behind for the Taliban. <laughs> Think of it, 700,000, 70,000 vehicles, many of them armor-plated, costing millions of dollars apiece. We left it all behind like a bunch of fools. We're led by stupid people. And let me tell you, we've never been in such danger in our life.
I believe it's the most dangerous time in the history of our country because of the power of weaponry. And I'm not talking about rifles now. You know what I'm talking about. The N-word. Can't use the N-word. Two N-words you can't use. You can't use the, the nuclear word. The power of these weapons is so, and I would never talk about it. I didn't talk about it. And now it's talked about every single day, including by Putin. He goes, you know, we're a great nuclear power. He says that publicly now. He never said that when I was here. Because you don't talk about it. It's too destructive. You don't talk about it. Now they're talking about it all the time. And we have somebody that has no idea what it is. We've never been in such danger. Because of our leadership, we've never been in such danger as we are right now. I will take Biden's executive order directing the federal government to target the firearms industry, and I will rip it up and throw it out on day one. That will be the first thing I do. I'll also get uh, energy started. We're energy independent, soon to be energy dominant. I'll get that going quickly. You'll see. You'll see your gasoline and your heating bills and your cooling bills and every other bill. You'll see them plummet, and you'll see inflation start to go away. I will eliminate the Biden ATF's ridiculous pistol brace rule, which orders law-abiding citizens to register or surrender guns with stabilizing braces, right? Does everybody like that, or should I forget about it? <laughs> I don't know. They wanted me to put that in. I guess some people are happy with it. I don't know. To restore our Second Amendment, we will pass legislation protecting the absolute right to self-defense with federal penalties for prosecutorial abuse like we saw just recently in Texas. You saw that? where a man was trying to defend himself and they want to put him in jail for the rest of his life. And I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk to national concealed carry reciprocity. You want protection. Just like your driver's license or your marriage license, your Second Amendment must apply across state lines. It will. We'll get it done pretty quickly, too. The Biden gun control agenda is part and parcel of the left-wing crusade to weaponize government against law-abiding citizens while letting criminals roam free. They're all over the place. I've never seen anything like it. You're afraid to walk through one of these Democrat cities. You go out for a loaf of bread, you end up getting shot. As president, I will end the weaponization of our government, including the ATF, the FBI, and the DOJ. They've weaponized our country. I will dismantle and destroy the deep state. We made a big progress. And that includes the gun-grabbing bureaucrats who are persecuting gun owners and manufacturers every single day. You people are getting persecuted by these left-wing maniacs. No longer will government target the left's political enemies. Instead, we will once again target violent criminals. I want to go after the criminals. These are mentally deranged, or bad people, and we have to go after them and stop worrying about somebody that will never hurt anybody with a gun, just wants the gun for protection or whatever. We will get them behind bars, and we will keep them behind bars. They don't even, now in New York, we have a district attorney. You can kill somebody, and you don't even have to put up bail. They're out the next hour, two hours, it's insane. And that's true with many different cities. I don't even know you talk about April Fool's Day. I don't even know who can think, who would think that this is good? Murderers, killers, violent animals are released onto the streets immediately. They don't even spend time in jail. The first duty of government is to protect its citizens. As an example, when you see these gangs of hundreds of young, usually young people, Go and attack an apartment store, a department store in San Francisco and Los Angeles and Chicago. And they run in by the hundreds and they're running out carrying refrigerators and carrying air conditioners and big stuff, big little everything. Fur coats, non-fur coats, everything they're carrying. They empty out the stores. And we, our police are incredible. 
but they're not allowed to do their job. They want to do their job so badly. They're standing there, they're shaking, they want to do their job. Be so easy to do. But they're not allowed to do their job because of these radical lunatics we have thinking they're doing the right thing. I don't even think they do think they're doing the right thing. The politically incorrect truth that no one on the left wants to admit is that violent crime is rarely committed by legal gun owners. It is committed by a brutal class of hardened, repeat criminals. That's who's doing it. In San Francisco, And who would have thought San Francisco, one of the most beautiful cities in the world? In San Francisco, murder suspects have an average of 13.9 prior arrests and 9.2 felony arrests. Think of that one. In Portland, shooting suspects have an average of eight prior arrests and nine criminal charges. In Washington, D.C., a place that I'm very familiar with, four years, when I saw tents going up, I had them take them down immediately, immediately. You can't do that on this, these incredible parks and these incredible monuments. And they were putting tents up, and I take them down immediately because you can do that much easier than when you have hundreds and even thousands. You have to see what's happened to Washington, D.C. since I've left. It's horrible. Beautiful lawns with tents all over. No respect for our country. No respect for anything. But in Washington, D.C., an estimated 70% of all violent crime, and there's a lot of it involving guns, is concentrated among a group of just 500 chronic lawbreakers. Think of that. With most suspects arrested 11 times at least before being involved in a murder. They ultimately end up in a murder. And then they end up getting like a year and sometimes less, and sometimes they're not even prosecuted. The only one they want to prosecute is Donald Trump. Let's get Trump. Let's get that son of a... It's unbelievable, actually. These, these people are sick. They are, they are lunatics. This career criminal class cares nothing about gun laws in Chicago. Just 3% of prison inmates who used a gun bought it at a store. So all of the gun owners in this room, a lot of them. Who's a gun owner? Who's a, who's a gun owner, first of all? Let's, let's go differently. Is there anybody in the room who doesn't own a gun? Please raise, raise your hand if you have the courage. Okay, and, and how many people own gun stores and sell guns? How many people in the room? Okay, good. Good, that's all good, good. Good business, that's good. But let's be very clear, the issue is not too many guns. The issue is too many thugs, hoodlums, and savage criminals on our street. That's really what the issue is. Instead of getting these dangerous killers into jail, we have radical DAs and attorney generals, prosecutors, all across this country subverting the law to attack conservative people and religious people, evangelicals, Christians, the very same raging, radical left lunatic attorney general that is coming after me in New York State is also waging war on the NRA, shamefully trying to destroy this legendary organization that's been an American institution since 1871. You know, when the NRA endorsed me in 2016, for the 2016 campaign, it was fairly early. And I do have two sons who are really good shots. I don't know if you know. Eric and Don, There's, if they were golfers, they'd be scratch. Maybe better than scratch, actually. But they're really good. They've been a member of the NRA for a long time. But, and I think maybe that helped. But they endorsed me. That was considered one of the greatest things to do. That was like getting into the Wharton School of Finance or getting into Harvard or getting into a great college. That was a great thing. And they endorsed me very early. And it was a great honor. We did a great job. And they better endorse me again. They better. Well, they're going to have some explaining to do. They'll have some explaining to do. No, I, I think we're in pretty good. I do believe we're in pretty good shape. And when you see the polls in a little while, you can understand that we're in pretty good shape. I've never seen such spirit as there is right now. I've never seen. And part of that, sadly, is because they are doing such a horrible job of running our country, which is really destroying our country. And I think it makes us even more popular, to be honest with you. They are doing such a horrible job. What they're doing is destroying 
our great country. I want to congratulate you for fighting it so bravely, all of the things that have been happening to you. The racist in reverse ran for office on the promise, I will get Trump. You ever see the commercial? I will get Trump. I'm going to get him. Didn't know anything about me. She's running for office. I said, who is that maniac? But I'm watching her campaign and a lot of people in the race and, you know, you get a few people that vote. Very few people, actually, it takes to get in. But she proclaimed, I look forward to going into the office of Attorney General every single day, suing him and then going home, being very happy. I said, oh, gee, I hope she gets in. I hope she will. But she announced, what is fueling my soul right now is Trump getting Trump. And she knows nothing about me. So it's not an investigation. You're going through the same thing. It's a persecution. Just like her attacks on the NRA and just like the witch hunts against us by the Manhattan DA, the Marxist DA in Atlanta, and the, uh, the guy I have watching, this guy's central casting, the guy from Washington, special prosecutor. They say special counsel. I call it a prosecutor. It's much better. Uh, they're looking at the boxes hoax. Biden has 1,850 boxes that are unaccounted for. He had many boxes in Chinatown. Classified information, many boxes. They got them out of there, but they got caught. It's called obstruction. And they sent them up to Boston, and they sit up in Boston. And then it was revealed that he got millions of dollars from the Chinese. He got millions of dollars. But he has boxes in Chinatown, boxes all over the place. They don't care about that. They only care about Trump. But they're trying to arrest their political opposition. It's really very much like the old Soviet Union. They call it Soviet style with the elections and with the interference. They're interfering with the election. That's what they're doing. It's going to be hard for them to get away with the kind of corruption they did when they had COVID because COVID uh, made a lot of things bad for a lot of people. But they cheated and it's going to be hard. So now I really believe they're going the prosecutorial way. That's the route where they use prosecutors to don't forget, if you're a nor like with me, it's sort of interesting because my numbers have gone way up. You explained this to me. My numbers have gone way up. But other people, because you know me. You know, the truth is the American public knows me well, and they know that's not my deal. But they don't know a lot of people running for office. So if you have a young, good Republican running for office, gets a subpoena, and then they leak it out to the papers, it's impossible for this guy to win a race. But the good news is we've gone way up. So we've done something that I don't believe has ever done before. We're going to stay there, or we're going to go even higher if we can. I'm not sure you can go higher. But we're going to go even higher if you can, because we have to save our country. They're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I'm just sort of in the way. I'm in the way of these people. And as everybody knows, it's all because we're leading so big in the polls, not only against Republicans, but also against Joe Biden. And uh, if you take a look, this week's morning console poll, I led the field by 33 points with Trump 56, DeSanctis 23, Pence 5. I hope you gave Pence a good uh, warm approval. Because, no, because he is, a, he is a nice man, if you want to really know the truth. He is. He's a good man. Uh, and I heard it was very rough. It's a big news story. You've made news today. I don't know what you did, but you made news today with, with the introduction you gave. And uh, Nikki Haley, that's another, that's a beauty. She's at four, and Abbott's at one. I don't think Abbott's going to run, governor of Texas. In a two-way poll of Florida last week, it was Trump 47 and DeSantis 32 percent. And there was another poll in Florida where Trump was at 80 and DeSantis was at 15. That's a Florida poll. In Texas, it's Trump 52 percent, DeSantis 20, Pence 5, Haley 4. Uh, you know, the only way we can lose is if we go prevent defense. Do you agree? Do you know what that means, right? in football where they're holding the team to no score and then they go prevent the last two minutes and they lose the game. We will never go prevent. But you can take a look on the screen and you'll see some of these things posted. 
and they're really big polls. In uh, Massachusetts, we're leading by, I think, like 45, almost 50 points. In New Hampshire, we're leading by a lot. In Iowa, the farmers can never vote for me. I got China to pay the farmers $28 billion for the damage that they caused. I said, you got to pay. And uh, so you see some of these, I just thought you'd put them up. Remember in the old days, I used to always announce polls, only if they were good. I wouldn't announce them if they weren't good. If I had a bad one, I would. But when they were good, I'd used to, I used to drive the opposition crazy. But we're leading Biden now by a lot, seven points, nine points, and a 10 point, but seven points in the last Rasmussen poll. And I am the one that they don't want to run against. That's why they're coming after me like this. If they wanted me to run, they'd say, oh, no, he is the most perfect human being we've ever seen. Instead, they put these monsters in there. They put these radical left crazy people in. Now, if they want to, they're the party of disinformation. Remember that. What they say, you can usually go the opposite. They say, oh, yeah, we want to run against Trump. In the meantime, they got 5,000 prosecutors after my ass. We want to run against him so bad. We're going to run against him. That's the guy we want, Trump. By the way, please take him out of politics. Please get him out as fast as you can. Now, they're the party of disinformation or misinformation. Nobody knows the difference, but they're pretty close. It's no wonder that the far-left crazies are engaging in election interference on a historic scale. Nobody outside of this country, nobody has ever seen anything like what's happening now with the uh, prosecutors, these Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting conservatives. On day one of my new administration, I will direct the DOJ with a very strong leader, not like Barr, not like Bill Barr. What a disaster he was. He was a rhino. He was afraid of being impeached. Please, I don't want to be impeached. So how do you not get impeached? Don't do anything. You don't do anything. Remember they were going to impeach him and then all of a sudden, he actually said, no, he didn't see any wrongdoing in the election. Uh, my young son, very young, saw a lot of wrongdoing in the election. Did anybody in this room, can they say they didn't see any wrong? That was the worst horror show, I think, one of the greatest criminal acts ever, the election of 2020. But we will turn that around, and it'll be even bigger. You know what? It'll be even bigger. If you think about it, It'll be even bigger, be much bigger than having one. And we'll be able to do things we could have never done because they have shown so bad. In other words, they want to show us, well, they showed us. We have no energy, we have massive crime, our military doesn't work, nobody respects us in the whole world. I mean, there's not a leader that respects our leader. We will show them through this horrible four years that we're going through. The problem is we can't take any more of it because we're not gonna have a country left. But we will show them that we can do things, and we'll be able to do things on crime and other elements of society. We'll be able to do things that you probably wouldn't have been able to do if you just carried it forward. So I think it's actually much bigger. This could be much bigger than if we went the more traditional route. I will direct the DOJ to investigate every radical DA and attorney general in America for their illegal race and reverse-based enforcement of the law. I will then appoint a team of warrior U.S. attorneys, and I know, I know some great ones, including from this area, who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys. These guys, I mean, what they're thinking. Who can believe? I mean, they're not stupid people. They're not stupid people. There's two things. They're either stupid or they hate our country. And I don't think they're stupid. Because anybody that can cheat so well in election, they're not stupid. That means they hate our country. And I believe they hate our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious crime fighters in American history, and I will task them with demolishing every gang, street crew, and criminal network they can find piece by piece until public safety is fully restored. And that means in Democrat-run cities. And at the top of the list is Washington, D.C. itself, which is absolutely plagued by numbers and crime that nobody's ever seen before. We've never seen anything like what's happening in Washington, 
DC, can you imagine these foreign leaders coming over for, from countries and they're looking at this filth and squalor and crime in our capital? And I think we have to take it over. We have to take over management of our capital because the people that are running, including the mayor, who did nothing about January 6th, he was the one, no, we don't need anybody, we don't need any help, along with crazy Nancy Pelosi, they did nothing. They did absolutely nothing. They were supposed to. They were in charge of it. But all of our Democrat-run cities are being absolutely ruined and destroyed as we sit here and talk. They're being ruined. I will order the ATF to stop bullying gun store owners and wanting to shut them down for paperwork errors and instead go after drug dealers, human traffickers, and criminal cartels, which is what they should be going after. Under Biden, other countries are emptying out their prisons, insane asylums, and mental institutions and sending them right here to the USA. Can you imagine? Prisons and mental institutions are being emptied out. I read a story not long ago where a man who takes care of a large segment of people in a mental institution in a South American country, uh, a doctor, sounded like a great man, actually, he said he no longer has anything to do. He used to work 24-hour days. He said, all of our patients have been released into the United States of America. And this is what we have. This is what we've allowed to happen. And we can't allow this to happen because we will not have a country any longer. We can't allow it to happen. Under my leadership, we will quickly restore the most secure border in U.S. history. We had the strongest border in history, and now we have I think the worst border in the history of the world because no country, even a third world country, would allow what's happening right now to us to happen to them. The first reconciliation bill I signed for a massive increase in Border Patrol, these Border Patrol, Brandon Judd and all of his people, they're incredible, the job they do. Tom Homan, as a man that knows it, you see him on television, I call him central casting, but these two guys and all of the people that work with him, this is so good. They want to do their job. It's going to be a colossal increase in the number of ICE and Border Patrol deportation officers following the Eisenhower model. I don't know if you know, Dwight Eisenhower was very tough on the subject. We will use all necessary state, local, federal, and military resources to carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. And I will ask every state and federal agency to identify every known or suspected gang member in America. And every one of them that is here legally, we will pick them up and we will send them back to the country from which they came as we restore safety to our streets. We have no choice. As we restore safety to our streets, we must also restore it to our schools, hardening places of learning. We have to harden our assets to protect our children against threats of any kind. Last month, our hearts were shattered by news of the monstrous attack on a Christian elementary school in Nashville that claimed the lives of three adults and three precious children. Today, we wrap those beautiful families in our love and we lift them up in our prayers. We also salute the law enforcement heroes who ran into danger and took out that killer with speed and skill that made us all very, very proud. That made us all very, very proud. It's a scandal and a tragedy that year after year, Democrats in Washington continue to hold common-sense school safety measures hostage to their radical gun control agenda, which in virtually all cases would do nothing to prevent attacks by demented and disturbed individuals, of which we have many, and many are coming into our country, but we're getting them out. Our country has been chock full of guns for centuries, and there was no talk of massacres of school children until around the year 2000. That's when it really started. They started talking about it. This is not a gun problem. This is a mental health problem. This is a social problem. This is a cultural problem. This is a spiritual problem.
Each and every one of these heinous attacks depend on the same cold-blooded calculation that the evil monster will have a window of time to act out their demonic fantasy unchallenged. They want to be unchallenged. They don't want challenge. The only way to stop these wicked acts is to ensure that any sicko who would shoot up a school knows that within seconds, not minutes, they will face certain death. They have to know that. And they won't be doing it. For this reason, I will ask Congress to repeal totally ineffective legislation that makes it harder to protect our schools and easier for criminals to face absolutely no opposition when they go in. I will also create a new tax credit to reimburse any teacher for the full cost of a concealed carry firearm and training from highly qualified experts. Who's better? Who's better? If even 5% of teachers, people that are skilled with arms, we want that, 5% were voluntarily armed and trained to stop active shooters, we would achieve effective deterrence and the problem would cease to exist. And that would be a lot of people. But these are all people that are trained and talented with firearms. For about $12 billion, we could fund armed security guards at the entrance to every school in America and also arm every willing teacher. We want to arm some of these teachers. They have to go through rigorous, or some people say vigorous. I like vigorous better. I don't like rigorous. They have to go through vigorous training, but they're already there. And they'll do better than anybody you could put in. And they love our children. They really love our children. If we can send $120 billion to Ukraine, then we can afford one-tenth of that amount to protect American children in American schools. We also need to drastically change our approach to mental health. Upon my inauguration, I will direct the FDA to convene, and it's so, it's going to happen quickly, to convene an independent outside panel to investigate whether transgender hormone treatments and ideology increase the risk of extreme depression, aggression, and even violence. I think most of us already know the answer, don't we? Furthermore, we have to look at whether common psychiatric drugs, as well as genetically engineered cannabis and other narcotics are causing psychotic breaks. A lot of problems. We're having problems that we've never seen before, and people sort of think they understand why. We must also be much better at detecting warning signs of evil, disturbed young men, like the one who murdered colleagues in Louisville. We cannot rest until we get to the bottom of all of the sickness that we're seeing in our country. I will fight to restore our safety, and I will also fight to reclaim our freedom. We're going to have freedom in our country. We're going to be able to walk down the street and buy a loaf of bread and come back and not be shot. <laughs> to defend our Constitution and the rule of law, I will give you my word today that I will appoint rock-solid constitutional conservatives to crush the communists from our federal bench. They are communists, many of them. We did a great job. We set a record, but there's more to go. Before Election Day 2024, I will once again release the full list of names from which I select my appointments to the United States Supreme Court so everyone can see who I'm thinking about putting there. I did that last time, and a lot of people said it made a big difference. It will be an all-star roster of young, fearless originalists in the mold of Justin Antonin Scalia, great man, and the great lion of American liberty, Justice Clarence Thomas. By the way, they're after him. Did you see? They're after him now. They're after Clarence now. But he can take care of himself very well. At the same time, conservatives can no longer sit by and wait for the courts to save America. Our country is being plundered and ransacked by radical left barbarians who are trying to burn down every right and every liberty that we hold so dear. The next time we have power, Congress has to step up and stop this Marxist revolution in its tracks. We have a Marxist revolution going on, and I think you're starting to see it. I think you're starting to see it, and we have to stop it fast. 
This is what we must do to save our country. With your vote and with a Republican House and a Republican Senate, and we have a really good chance at both, I will lead the great rebirth of American freedom. We will build a future where we're free of crime and free of violence and free from fear. This fear where we are free from dependence on foreign countries. We're so dependent on so many foreign countries, in particular China, where we are free from the shackles of an unelected deep state, from corrupt intelligence agencies, free from war, free from poverty, free to speak our minds, and last but certainly not least, free to keep and bear arms. And in closing, I have to state, the USA is a mess. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control. Russia has joined with China. Unthinkable. Saudi Arabia, great people, have joined with Iran. China, Russia, Iran, North Korea have formed together as a menacing and destructive coalition. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat in 200 years and was unthinkable just a few years ago. Unthinkable that that could happen, but it's happening before your very eyes. And we won't let it happen. With me, not even a chance, just like Russia would have never invaded Ukraine and China would not be having even a thought of raiding Taiwan. You didn't hear about these things when I was president. If you took the five worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. We are a failing nation. We are a nation in decline, and now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement, and we can't let that happen. But with all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud hanging over our country, I have no doubt that we will, together, as a group, make America great again. I have no doubt. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you all. God bless you. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 
PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code BANNON. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Okay, that was uh, President Donald J. Trump's address uh, to the uh, 2023 Leadership Conference of the NRA in Indianapolis. And uh, they had uh, everybody, I think, spoke today, a couple by video, uh, Governor DeSantis, Governor Nikki Haley, uh, live Vivek Ramaswamy was live, Mike Pence was live, so there's a lot going on today. I want to go to Real America's Voice, Miranda Khan, her show she and Dr. Gina kicked it off with the uh, with the speech at the beginning. We finished with the speech, went over an hour. Miranda, give us uh, your assessment of Donald Trump. It kind of kept, Mike Pence kicked off today with the compare and contrast of President Trump. Give us your assessment of what you saw today, ma'am. Well, I would say that's not a good indicator of Pence's thinking about running when he gets booed. Uh, coming out on stage in his home state. I would say that's that's not a good indicator there. That's the barometer in the room. Uh, you that's know what? Not, that's not a good that's not a that's not a good look. That's not a good look when you get booed uh, by Hoosiers. Yeah. Not good. Uh, you know, it's in your home state, I would say that that's that's not a good sign. Um not at all. I'm glad I could make you laugh on a Friday. But you know, I I was really impressed uh, with this speech. Um, it's so different in tone compared to what we've seen at the rallies. You've heard them over and over and over again, Steve. It's about he would always kind of refer to himself more in third person and more about what he did. This time he's saying what he's going to do and making it more about the American people, making it more inclusive, I would say. Uh, I thought he knocked it out of the park. I thought he really did. Talking about the justices. I mean, you know, he came right out and called yeah. Bar a rhino. I mean, wow. What I'd liked about it, Miranda, I'd love your assessment, is that it wasn't just simply most of the other speeches uh, uh, contained themselves just to talk about issues that would be of interest to NRA members, but, you know, qua their membership. The president did that, but also talked about the situation in the country and the world and what he was going to do about it. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, you're so right. It wasn't just focused about gun rights. Uh, he talked about China and Russia and saying that he is deeply concerned about how America looks on the world stage. I mean, you heard him right there saying you could take all five presidents combined and they wouldn't do as bad of a job as Joe Biden has done. And you know this, your show covers this probably better than any show here on this network. You talk a lot about uh, how America is being perceived on the world stage. Uh, it's not good. I mean, and, and people need to hear it. I mean, it's not just one thing. You have 70,000 vehicles that were left over and that the Taliban is fixing to probably use against us. But again, you heard it. China, Iran, Russia, they're all working together. It's not good for us. Miranda, you know the uh, president, and uh, you know he's always very focused on the numbers and the polling. Uh, he, today, he actually he took a minute to read the polls. First off, I'd like your assessment of that part of the speech where he read them. And more importantly, the polls themselves, which are, they have some blowout numbers. I just put the Georgia state poll up, and I put the Iowa poll up on Getter. These numbers are just, I, I say these are blowouts. Your thoughts, ma'am? You know, I... I don't put too much weight into the polls, and it's funny because he always does when he's doing really well and not so much when, when he's not, right? Uh, what was it, two polls? Uh, <laughs> right? Two, only two polls got it right for 2016. But, but if you do believe the polls, and I do look at real clear politics, and I do look at the average there, and he has been killing it. I mean, if anything, the more they keep going after him, it's been great when it comes to fundraising and helping in the poll numbers. He's right. I mean, DeSantis... He's been tanking over the past several weeks, especially with his comments that he said about the hush money. That certainly isn't helping matters. What do you think about uh, Governor DeSantis making the decision not to physically, you know, he was in 
Ohio yesterday. He's in New Hampshire today. I mean, how hard is it to go from Ohio to Indian, Indiana and then go to New Hampshire? What's your assessment of him not physically being there? I think that was definitely strategic, don't you? Um, I, there, there's clear reason. He wasn't there at CPAC, right? I mean, a lot of people, if you're planning to run, you would certainly be there. He wasn't there. That is part of the strategy. He's avoiding him. And uh, I think he's afraid that maybe he would call him out. Notice, Miranda, that's a, pretty, that's, a, that's a pretty big comment coming for you. I know you're down in Florida with Governor Santos. You actually think, you use the word avoided. Do you think Governor Santos is actually avoiding any kind of direct comparison, whether it's CPAC or now the NRA, the two biggest events of the kickoff to the, uh, to the primary season? you actually believe he's avoiding uh, President Trump? Without a doubt. Miranda Devine, how do we get you on social media? How do we get to the show? Give us all of it, ma'am. Well, um, thank you for comparing me to Miranda Devine. Uh, not quite that Devine. <laughs> that, that's the two Mirandas. The killer, that's the killer M's. Devine, Miranda Devine, New York Post, and Miranda kind of Real America's Voice. How do we get to you? Yeah, I was so honored by that. That's okay. Usually people call me either Miranda or Amanda, and they, they mix me up with Amanda Head. But uh, they can follow me at Real Miranda Con. It's, you know, I'll take it. Hey, I'll take it. I'm just an honor to be with you. Uh, be, be on your show. It was, a, it was a pleasure. And I got to interview your daughter, Captain Bannon, uh, just before your show. So it was great. Love oh, you wow. guys. Oh, and Fantastic. I want my T-shirt. Where's my T-shirt? Where's your what? The T-shirt. The War Room T-shirt. Your T-shirt. Oh, we, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna get our. They tell me we're gonna get our we're gonna get our merch up. Maybe maybe we will surprise you guys next week. Maybe surprise you guys with. Some yeah, merch yeah. Next no, week. no. I gave uh, I gave your daughter a T-shirt for you to sign when we were at CPAC, and the, the whole gang signed it because I'm such a fan. Oh, fantastic! By the way, yeah. you already broke news. You're saying Miranda Khan said that Governor DeSantis is avoiding is avoiding Trump. I hope uh, Mediaite picks that up. But uh, great, thank you for. By the way, thank you for opening the show. Like I said, the speech was slightly over an hour today uh, from yeah. Indianapolis. Miranda Khan, Real America's Voice, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Okay, we have Real America's Voice investigative reporter Ben Burkwam. Ben, we're going to hold you through the break. Where are you, brother? We know we're going to talk about the new show, the, the new episode you got coming up, I guess, Saturday night. Where are you right now, brother? I'm back in Freedom, Arkansas for a few days. Got back from Panama just a couple days ago. And, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're launching that next episode. So it's nice to be home with the family for a few days. This is why we do what we do. Got to tell you, with all the adventure you had, then we're going to come back. One of the most stunning things of anything I saw was uh, an interview you gave, uh, and you were talking about the the former base we had down there at Panama, and the canal has been turned, it's been turned uh. over to a left-wing communist NGO kind of headquarters for Central America for, for, for yeah. really uh, funneling people, trafficking people up to the United States. We're going to take a short commercial break here in Real America's Voice. The War Room, we just had President Trump's incredible speech at the NRA. We're going to try to break it down. We're going to be at 6 o'clock. We're going to break it down even more. we get Ben Burkwam. He's got a new episode of this incredible uh, series he's got. He's been able to put together. We're going to talk to Ben after a short commercial break. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. 
That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. On this episode of Law and Border. We'll see more of the real-world impact that these open border policies are having on America. From the high-speed pursuits that end in death to the morgues that are being filled along our southern border. The vehicle was traveling uh, northbound on on a paved road, and then it became unpaved. So he went into the unpaved road at speeds so that, that made the officer back off. But he continued. And that's why you see the officer taking off the seatbelt, because he's already seen dirt way up ahead. He knows something happened, he wasn't too sure yet. She crossed over probably around like 6 in the morning, and by 7, by 7.30 a.m., she was fighting for her life. But it's time that America sees the permanent separation that their policies are creating. Law and Border. Okay, Ben Ben Burkwam joins us. Ben, tell us this latest episode, Law and Border. What, what's it about? Uh, where did you get the footage? Tell us about the adventures. Yeah, so this is a continuation of our previous episode talking about permanent separation. Where last episode we were looking at fentanyl deaths and angel families. Now we're looking at the very people that the left claims to care about, the illegal aliens that are being trafficked across the border by the cartel. The amount of deaths, tens of thousands of people are dying. Uh, the morgues are filling up. And, uh, and again, it's all money in the cartel's pocket. So we're going to be down in La Jolla, Texas, part of the episode with Lieutenant Casas of La Jolla, Texas PD. We also go to Arizona with uh, Sheriff Mark Daniels and then also Brooks County, Texas, to show you the morgues that are full. And so this is, again, the continuation of that. And it's a prelude to uh, what's coming next. We're going to be doing a four-part miniseries on our time from the Venezuela border, Colombia, and Panama. And all of those episodes will be, uh, we're working on those right now, and those will be coming in the next three to four weeks. So this is that that kind of the, 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 the focus of what's happening in America, but then we're going to head down and show you what's happening down in Panama. And as you mentioned, the United Nations, these leftist NGOs taking over land that used to belong to the federal government. Talk about salt in the wound. And as as President Trump speaking at the NRA, it's the very same thing that we have happen in America. They're trying to take guns away from the law abiding citizens, just like you have in Mexico, where it's just the criminals that have the guns in Panama. Same thing. Very difficult to own a gun. Uh, and that, you know, all of this stuff is connected, Steve. 
I want to connect some dots for you. When we talk about Monday, we're going to have this kickoff. We're going to talk about it tomorrow morning on the show, too. We have this kickoff of the next couple of weeks on the budget, the debt ceiling. That's why I go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the latest uh, installment, the debt uh, trap. You need to read this. You need to be informed because next week kicks off the negotiations with his speech. When Russ Vogt comes on here this morning and talks about woke and weaponized and getting that out of the $6.8 trillion budget, when Mike Howell of Heritage comes on and talks about these NGOs, remember he had the phones that are exacerbating the flow through here. When Ben and the team, Michael Yan, uh, uh, Oscar Blue, are down in the Darien Gap, or outside the Darien Gap, it's, and you see those NGOs then at Panama, that's all part of it. That's the woke and weaponized part of the government that you're paying for, that you're paying for. And that's why that's at least the initial part we got to cut out programmatically, got to cut out the budget. Ben, just real quickly, how out of control is it that they, with, with these, or, this is what I think frustrates people, in their own tax dollars are going to this federal budget that pays these NGOs. And as you guys have seen, it's a very sophisticated system, it's institutionalized, uh, they're, they're not just large and well funded. They're coordinated, they're organized, and they've set a super highway to come for the invasion of our nation. Yeah, we're paying for national suicide. These organizations don't have the best interest of America in mind. They don't have the best interest even of the illegals that they're trafficking in mind. This is purely a money-making operation for the United Nations, for the Catholic Charities, for these leftist organizations, OIM, uh, UNHCR, all of these, uh, these tentacles of the globalist communist left. It's all about tearing down America and they're profiting the entire way and we're paying for it. It's not like a foreign adversary is coming against us. It's our own government taking money out of American citizens' pockets to put it into these enemies uh, of our nation to destroy us from within. That's how sick this is. Ben, once again, when's the next episode? When does it come up? How can people watch it? Tomorrow night, it will air 8 p.m. Eastern, and it will re-air on Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern. You can get that Real America's Voice, americasvoice.news. Make sure you download the app. You can watch it live on the app on your phone or on Roku, on Pluto, on all the uh, the uh, streaming services. And, and, Ben, what's the social media? How do people get to you and find your other work? At Ben Berquam, B-E-N-B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M. And then uh, FrontlineAmerica.com okay. for uh, all of the articles. Okay, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Okay, we're going to take a break in a second. We're going to come back in the next hour. We're going to go back. We're going to break down this NRA speech, talk about it a little bit of the polling, but also talk about what the, NRA, what the NRA stands for. It's clearly taken a couple of incoming over the last few years. We're going to talk to a lifetime a member. He's going to join us. Uh, very well known to this audience. Also, we're going to go to Bahrain. We got some very disturbing footage of uh, from a U.S. Navy base there about what's happening to the children of Navy personnel. We're going to go through all of that. Also, out to Stanford University, talk about some of the radicals that are trying to take over not just the Stanford campus and the Stanford educational system, but really start to infect this bacillus of wokeism into the American judiciary. And I tell you, it is absolutely a a massive problem. Uh, that we got to get on top of uh, right away. So we're going to take a, a short commercial break. Make sure everybody goes to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Download your free, the uh, the debt trap. This is going to heat up as Congress comes back. McCarthy kicks off with a big speech on Monday. Also go to uh, mypillow.com, promo code War Room. You got the 40% off topper 2.0. You got the buy one, get one free on the pillow. Sleep the sleep of the just. Keep the factories fully operational up there in uh, Minnesota in the armor-piercing shell, Mike Lindell. Okay, short commercial break. The second hour of the afternoon show of the War Room is going to commence uh, momentarily. Short commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. Just beginning, but the games you want to play. Bring it on and I will fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data 
while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 